Hi, and welcome to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and release weight while enjoying the foods they love. Now, if you've ever thought, you know, I really want food freedom. I really want to feel at peace and like I can eat when I'm hungry, stop when I'm full without struggle. But the thing is, I just can't imagine having peace and freedom with food. I've never experienced that before. Well, you're not alone. You know, many people deal with this problem of not believing that it's possible for them. And I dealt with it for many years. And, you know, the students that I work with, they're ready for change. And yet there is some trepidation. There's all, you know, there's that little bit of, you know, will this really work for me? We're going to talk about this today, why this happens. And what we're going to dive into is one word to eliminate from your vocabulary today when it comes to your self-talk around eating, three steps to shift your self-image about eating and become an effortlessly healthy eater, and the one non-negotiable that you must have if you truly want to change your relationship with eating, and this is so important, really pay close attention to this one point. And you know, if you're wanting to overcome your past beliefs so that you can reprogram your eating patterns and have peace and enjoy what's on your plate while releasing weight, then give this episode a listen. You're going to find a lot of value in it. And let's dive in. If you're like most what I call aware food prisoners, you're probably experiencing one or more of these common struggles when it comes to focusing on eating healthier, changing your eating habits, you know, eating more veggies, eating more fruits, um, maybe reducing um, junk food, reducing sugar and things like that. You might think things like, you know what, I eat really healthy most of the time, like I eat kale and broccoli, but then I'll turn around and I'll eat a sleeve of Oreos and undo all the progress. Um, so, you know, that might be familiar to you or you know, I'll do really well for three or four weeks, but then I'll slip back into my old patterns and throw everything out the window. Or maybe you feel like, you know, you can set a boundary in your mind, like say, you know, you're going to um, bake cookies with your kids and you're going to have one or two of them. You just remind yourself not to like snack on the cookie dough as you're baking. But then once you get that, that first bite of the cookie, it kind of triggers that, oh man, this tastes so delightful and so good. And it triggers you to want to eat more and more of it. So if any of this is familiar for you, um, you know, I can relate, my students can 100% relate. And what you're probably wanting is to have your positive mental space back and free to free up that mental energy. Um, because you know that you would accomplish more and you would be happier if you had that mental uh, bandwidth freed up. You probably want to have balance. You know, you probably don't want to just allow yourself to eat whatever you want just to stop the cravings. And you also don't want to go to the other extreme to ha- to feel like you have to micromanage your eating all the time. But you really want to be in, in the middle. You really want to be able to be moving towards your um, health and fitness goals But you also want to be able to enjoy, you know, a tasty confection (laughs) 
<laughs> but you want to be able to feel satisfied with what you have without going overboard. So you really want that balance. And you want to, you probably want to feel in control and to lose weight and feel confident, but just feel like you can also do it in an enjoyable, peaceful way. So we're going to talk about you know, how to how to bring this into fruition. And I want to start with a quote from Yoda. <laughs> Yoda famous, famously said, there is no try, do or do not. Now, right now, I'm, there's so many different Star Wars references that are just popping up in my creative mind lately. <clears throat> Excuse me, because me and my husband are right now watching Star Wars. And he's the first one to introduce me to Star Wars several years ago. And we actually watched all the movies. But I somehow literally forgot everything about all the movies. And I think it's because at the time, um, I just wasn't ready to hear the message in those movies. And so I, you know, now I can relate. So Yoda famously said, there is no try do or do not. So what do you think Yoda meant by that? And it might seem obvious at first glance what he meant by that. Almost like a just do it kind of message, kind of similar to Nike. But I actually think that that is not where the message ends. I think there was a lot more to it with that. And so the scene is that Luke Skywalker is trying to pick up um, his spaceship out of the water And he's just done this. He's using the force and he's just done it with a rock. And now he's trying to do it with his ship. Keyword trying and he's not able to do it. And that's when he makes a comment to Yoda that with a rock, it was easy with the ship. It was hard. And Yoda said, actually, there is no difference. The only difference is in your mind. And so that is sort of the linchpin of this whole idea today. You see, a mistake that Luke made that most people make, myself included, when creating change is trying to do things such as pick up a ship, eat healthier, work out more, whatever it is. But the subtle thing that we tend to miss is that the thought process and beliefs underneath trying, like what is that? What is this? What is that whole energy of trying about? Have you ever looked up the definition to trying? I did this today and it was actually surprising. (laughs) The definition of trying is actually difficult or annoying, hard to endure. Now, the fact that you're watching this video means that you're probably a growth-minded individual and you're probably beginning to realize either now or in your journey and in your reading that the words that we use have an enormous impact. In fact, they can make or break our success in any endeavor to change. And when Luke said to Yoda... um, you know, when you when Luke used the word trying to Yoda, he actually betrayed his beliefs about what was possible for him, about it being, you know, about his ability to lift the ship using the force. And so what does this have to do with healthy eating? <laughs> you're probably wondering. So if you're thinking, you know, healthy eating is hard for me. I do well for a little while. Then I slip back into the old habits. I struggle with being consistent. 
then do you think that healthy eating will ever be easy for you? How often do you find yourself trying to eat healthy, trying to eat more veggies, trying to have more discipline, trying to exercise more? And even as I'm saying this, I'm feeling like drug down, like trying, trying, trying. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. And um, yet I'm never actually doing it and I'm never there. Um, Shelly says, trying, yep, I had someone tell me, no, you don't try, you just do it. That's what I don't know if you were here um, when I started, but I, I started with a Yoda quote. There is no try, do or do not. So, you know, how often do you find yourself trying? And what is trying? What does trying feel like to you? Does it feel like a struggle or does it feel easy? And if you're like most, you're probably operating from your old beliefs about yourself your ability to change. And I did this too for a long time. So I totally get this, by the way. But how much of a struggle is it when you are basically anchored to past versions of yourself that don't exist anymore? And you may or may not also have bought into common narratives about disordered eating, things like, you know what, you're going to struggle with that for the rest of your life. And it's like, oh, you know, what does it cost us to to buy into and to um, take on those narratives as if they are fact, never challenge them. What is it costing us to do that? And one of my favorite quotes is, you know, when you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. Have you considered what it's costing you? You know, I, I know I'm repeating myself on that, but really take a moment and ask yourself, have you considered what it's costing you to buy into that belief. And imagine, you know, what it would have cost, for example, the Wright brothers, if they had believed in what other people told them, the the common narrative about whether or not it was possible for people to fly. Now, again, I have been here, okay? And so have the people I've helped to become binge free. And that's important to take note of. Because others have thought the same things, and yet they have broken free from it. And what I've seen over and over again is that those who go from what I call aware food prisoners to becoming a binge-free boss learn to shift their identity as eaters so that eating healthy becomes effortless and it flows from their being like turning on a water tap and the water just starts flowing. Because then your behaviors become automatic because they align with your your self-image. You know, think about someone who sees themselves as a runner. They run, you know, and if you don't see yourself as a runner, you probably don't run, right? Okay, so it's not about trying to eat healthier. It's actually about reprogramming your thought patterns about yourself as an eater to become someone who is healthy, the kind of person who eats healthy. So let's break this down a little bit farther. Now, there's three major steps that you can take to be consistent and to stop slipping back into your old habits. These steps come from pillar one of the embodiment method, which is my proprietary methodology 
Um, and the pillar one is all about integrated in identity, which is how um, I help people to reprogram their thoughts and emotional patterns about food and themselves as an eater. So step one is to master your mind. Capture your negative counterproductive self-talk in its tracks and imagine the self-talk of someone who's already there. Like I said, runners see themselves as a runner right now and therefore they get up every single day and run. So when we have a goal in mind, we can do the same thing. We can right now, I mean, imagine what, let's pretend, for example, um, you may or may not swim, but I, I'm not a swimmer. Okay. I have swam before, but I'm not a swimmer. And in fact, you know, the first time I, I really tried to swim, I almost drowned, <laughs> which was not that long ago. But even though I'm not a swimmer, if I decide to be a swimmer, I can close my eyes right now and I can literally, literally see myself as a swimmer. Well, you might ask, well, Rashonda, how can I do that if I don't even know what that looks like? Because that's something that I hear a lot as well. Like, I can't even imagine that. I've never experienced, you know, freedom with my eating before, let alone freedom with my eating and releasing weight. Well, do you know anybody who's able to do what you want to do? Is there anybody in your life, any examples? And if they're not in your life, are they on YouTube? Are they on television? Like, is there anyone who you can think about and emulate. And the research actually shows that we can do this. We can borrow someone else's identity in order to know what it's like to be that identity. So, you know, <clears throat> really see yourself already there. See yourself as the person who is healthy. And then lastly is to shift your self-talk and your thoughts to reflect who you want to be as an eater. Now, what I really gave you here in step one, I really gave you three different steps. First, um, I really kind of flipped the first two too. So I would say first is imagine your self-talk. I mean, imagine yourself as um, someone who's already healthy, already an effortlessly healthy eater. Two, capture your negative counterproductive thoughts and self-talk and three shift your self-talk to reflect who you want to be as an eater so i have kind of a strange example and i say strange just because um you know i used to have um specific religious beliefs where i was really um i really believed that the bible was literal i i no longer have those beliefs but I believe that the Bible is rich with wisdom. And there is a verse that I had um, memorized, but it came to my mind as I was writing the outline for this. And it is a Bible verse from Corinthians that says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Now, in this context, we are literally in step two here, taking captive all the thoughts that are counterproductive to the person who we see ourselves being. What does that mean? That means all the thoughts of it's a struggle. It's hard for me to eat healthy. You know, um, I do well for a little while and then I slip back into old habits. 
um, you know, I just, whenever I'll be doing okay, but then as soon as, you know, um, the donuts appear in the break room or my partner brings home this or that, then it's hard for me. It's a struggle for me. So all of those thoughts about, you know, oh, well, the people in my uh, family are just big, you know, it's just genetics. There's so much counterproductive thinking that is going on in the background under the surface, just running on a loop that we aren't even aware of. And the only time we can really be aware of it is when we take the time to stop and pause and really pay attention to it. So take captive every thought to make it obedient to the version of yourself that you see yourself being. And when you have that image of who you are, All right. It's who you want to be, but you're imagining that you are already that when you have that image, then you will start to filter all of your language and your thoughts through that lens. And that's the beauty of this process. So the next step was to, I mean, step two is where we're at now. Okay. So step one was, let me look back, was to master your mind. I don't know if I I even said that, but step one, master your mind. And under there, I gave you three mini steps for master your mind. Um, Capture your negative counterproductive thoughts and self-talk. Imagine um, yourself as someone who's already there and shift your self-talk to reflect who you want to be as an eater. So what that means is when you shift yourself, talk to who you want to be, that is when you are saying, you know, I am, I am healthy. I eat healthy effortlessly. You know, um, saying no to something like a donut is no problem for me if I don't want to eat it. Right? I eat in a way that aligns with my values. I eat in a way that supports me. I release weight easily. And effortlessly. And these are the kinds of things that you can um, shift your self-talk to. All right. Now, moving on to step two. Step two is align your self-image with your self-talk. All right. So now we've really concentrated on developing, like, what is that? What does that look like for me to be already there? And now you're going to align your self-image with your self-talk. So this is about the right versus the left brain. When you are managing your self-talk, you're really relying on your left brain, which is your analytical brain. And it's only about 5% of your capacity for um, reprogramming your self-image as an eater. So we want to start to align your self-talk with that image. The imagery is really important. And also feeling it is really, really important, maybe even more important for some people. For me, I'm not as visual a person, but I am very empathic, um, very sensitive. And feeling sometimes comes before I can even see it. So you might um, be able to relate to that. But unless these two things match your uh, your self-talk and your self-image, if they don't match, pay attention right now. If you don't get anything else in this live, make sure that you're paying attention right now. Because unless your self-image and your self-talk, the things that you say you want to do match, 
You can say over and over and over again, I want to change. I'm ready to change. I want to change. But if they don't match, it's not going to change. If they don't match, it's not going to change. Because what's happening is your left brain, remember, it's only the 5%. It's saying, I want to change, I want to change, I want to change. But then what is left over is 95%. And so if you still see yourself as, oh, I struggle to eat healthy, it's hard for me, I'm going to struggle for the rest of my life. Everybody else can change, but I can't. They can eat any way they want, but I can't. That 95% is going to, you know, it's going to swallow and consume the effort that you're putting in. So you must make sure that you work from your self-image and your self-talk are aligned. And step three now is reinforce with consistency and repetition. This is something that I learned from my mentor, Jim Fortin. One of the biggest mistakes that people make when creating chains is just plain giving up too soon. All right. And I, again, I get this because, you know, there are some things that I worked on for years before they finally clicked for me. Okay. Now I'm not saying that it has to take years for someone else, but imagine where I'd be if I had given up after one year, you know, and You know, some people might say, well, I don't want to wait years, but have you considered where you'd be now if you'd started a year ago from the right approach, doing things in the right way, you know? Something in you probably knows that something isn't working. The question is, do you have the courage to try something new right now? Because all we have is right now now. It doesn't matter what happened before. All that matters is right now. So let's recap what we talked about today. We talked about why trying to eat healthy is the wrong way to approach change and what to do instead, which is to intentionally reprogram the change that you want from the inside out. We also talked about the three steps required to change your self-identity as an eater, which is master your mind, align your self-image with your self-talk, and reinforce with consistency and repetition. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. And remember to follow me at Rashandi Yates on Facebook and Instagram for more strategies, tools, and tips on how to break free from binge eating and have food freedom. Thanks so much. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And If you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools. Over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashandi Yates and send me a DM and let me know 
what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode. Bye.